Good morning, 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 checkers and records heads. <laughs> and to you. <laughs> Hopefully everybody's doing all right today and uh, getting through the, the weekend. We we got a little more left in the weekend and uh, a lot of local track uh, action local today. going on. Yeah, exactly. We got a, a kind of a full day here at the uh, Speed Drome. They're doing just about as much racing as uh, NASCAR. Yep, we got uh, Ingles. Yeah, Ingles I forgot that they Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Newcastle's running the day uh, cart. So uh, Asher's doing a triple header. He ran Whiteland Friday. Yep. Newcastle yesterday, and the Newcastle again today, which he's putting up some results. Got second Friday night. Third yesterday for his first first ever run in the rain. Mm -hmm. Gets a third. So, good job, little buddy. He's like a little Senna. I'm telling you. He takes to the rain, man. Maybe the rain is what... So, let the rain flow today is what Asher's thinking. Rain, rain's a, 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 a funny thing when it comes to racing. Some guys go out there and it doesn't bother them. Other guys, it just freaks them out and they <laughs> right. can't do nothing in it. <clears throat> Excuse me. I could really see um, uh, getting in that cart as a kid, like his age. To getting out there, you're, you're kind of excited. He's like, ooh, I got to go play in the rain. And it might kind of give him that kind of a, a sense of security. And he, he goes out there with a good race yesterday. So that definitely confidence builder for the, the rain carting side of things. I just want to say, though, these kids nowadays got it easy. <laughs> Could you see he's got his little rain suit that he puts on over his driver's seat yeah, and everything? A bunch of them out there. We didn't, didn't have, have that. that when I ran. <laughs> I go to Mid-Ohio, <laughs> and I'm running the Enduro in Mid-Ohio in the rain, and you just have your suit and your helmet and gloves on. You come in, your gloves are soaked, shoes are soaked, your suit's soaked. It's like, yeah, this is crap. Right. <laughs> exactly. I can imagine that. So there was a couple of them out there toughing it with that one. I couldn't, uh, I mean, I couldn't believe, or I, I believe it, but I couldn't imagine Getting out there, I mean, with uh, the availability of one now, I can't believe going out there. And I keep saying believe, but I can't imagine going out there with without one now. But, uh, yeah, I could see, like, back in the day, people, like, taping ponchos to them and, like, putting a poncho over your fire suit and uh, taping it. Oh, no, because that's pretty flammable. Yeah, nobody really did that. Well, like I said, we <laughs> it, just, would, it would melt really quick. We had our driver's suit on, or uh, some guys, if they just wore, like, a racing jacket and jeans, they would like tape their jeans up around the ankles so you know yeah. rain's not flying, <laughs> He's flying up, there. up through there. Yeah, that makes sense. So, uh, yeah, that's a uh, it, it'll be a good one for sure there today because it, it's kind of uncertain. They don't know will it rain, will it not. So, uh, I think uh, it's supposed to move out. Hopefully, um, it looks like it's going to clear up on the radar. So we may be uh, good for some uh, green flag. No rain racing. <laughs> Some no rain racing. Rain, rain, go away. <laughs> he said uh, he loved it. He, he loved it out there. It was so much fun for him. So that is awesome to hear there. So uh, a little carting there. And I'm sure anytime you guys are out there and you get some pictures over the weekend, be sure to share those on the page there. We love seeing where you guys are at mm -hmm. and what you're up to there on the racetrack. I was there were some pretty cool pictures last week that people were posting. Yeah, absolutely. We we definitely got to keep that going each and every Monday. Let us know. We'll uh we'll be showing or uh, posting that there to uh to let you or let us know. Goodness gracious, words are tough today. <laughs> let us know where you're at, what you're doing on the weekends there, so uh, we can we can keep up with you guys and 
keep uh, showing you guys off there is we appreciate you guys following oh, yeah. along and putting that stuff out there too it's it's awesome to see it really is it, it helps me kind of live vicariously through them right it makes you want one doesn't it yeah that's why i don't like going to the go-kart track because i go <laughs> and then i get that itch again it's like yeah i try to stay away <laughs> that's good uh real fast though um just want to say uh thoughts and prayers go out to everybody at lawrence <laughs> county speedway last night there was a if you haven't seen the Facebook post, uh, there was a late model that actually got in the crowd and crashed into the stands. And uh, our buddy Brooks and his family were sitting right there where it went down, but they had left early. Right. So, you know, thank thank God for that, that they're safe. But, uh, you know, we hope nobody's seriously injured or injured at all. But, uh, yeah, that's that's a scary um, that's a scary scene, man. From what I heard, everybody's okay. But okay. Uh, I think uh, the one of the girls that the car landed on, she's got a couple broken legs there, so she's going to undergo surgery <laughs> here today. So um, hopefully everything goes well for those guys. But, yeah, I mean, and, and with that said, I mean, everybody loves their, excuse me, their down-home race and their, their local home track. But I think this is where... It kind of, I mean, we see this happen almost too often where a car gets into the the stands there. And I know these local tracks, they don't have the um, the funds that IMS has, that Kentucky Speedway has, right. that these big tracks have. But I think something needs to be done because you see a lot of those um, uh, open walls at these uh, home tracks, which I think that's which one is of the pit entrance and exit usually. Right, I, and I get that. But I do too. It's like one of the most dangerous things you could have, and then just a lot of these kind of uh, chain link fences. It uh, a pit bull could really topple over if he if he wanted to. So yeah, um, that's the I, I see that. And like I said, I I get it because number one, if you if you up the your your facilities like that you have to charge right i mean somebody's got to pay ticket for prices it. are going to go up yeah, absolutely beer's going to go up hot dogs are going to go up right and i get that but at the the end of the day i mean now they're going through a repair and uh there's a lawsuit so so which yeah. one's going to be cheaper at the end of the day now i mean you're, you're rolling the dice and i understand i mean going to these these kind of these uh local tracks these home homegrown tracks there um you you never really think anything's gonna happen there, but uh, I mean, unfortunately, it pops up and, and grabs you in the the rear end. Just it's it's like baseball there. You always got to stay aware of, of what's going on in your surroundings. You're at, you're at a racetrack. Things are happening. The the only unfortunate thing is in baseball they take a swing. You know what's going on. In racing, anything <clears throat> could happen at any time and break loose like that. So and, and you're exactly right. Hey, what's up, Hayden? Um, but you know, and, and but we've seen it even at NASCAR level. I mean, we've seen uh, who was that? Uh, was it Newman or was it Keselowski that went in the catch? Fi- or uh, trying to think who that was at Atlanta. Keselowski was at was Daytona. It, Atlanta? it happened too that uh, some pieces end up in the. No, I'm talking about Atlanta. The whole car went up in the catch fence. Oh, I got you. Okay, yeah. Because so I, I, I want to say that was like Keselowski or Newman or something. They were involved in it or something. But yeah, the whole car went up in the catch fence. Which, thankfully, the catch fence did caught. do its job. <laughs> it caught. <laughs> right. So, I mean, the car didn't end up in the, in the stands. But, you know, there was still debris that flew, and, and people did get hurt. Edwards. Edwards. There we go. Yep. You're Brooks, right. Thank you. <laughs> um, 
But, you know, that's that's just a chance and it's a risk. And I, I know people are going to say, well, you know, yada, yada. You know going to – it's no different than a driver stepping in the car. You know at any given time something can happen. Yep. That's the chance and that's the risk you're taking. No different than a fan going there. Of course, you don't want the fans to get hurt or injured or anything like that. But it can happen. Right. And no, there's nothing you're going to be able to do unless you – totally enclose the racing surface and some kind of bulletproof glass or something to where the fans are basically watching the cars go around in a tunnel well and th that track itself kind of looked like it was kind of a little close to the yeah, action some but, but you'll see a lot of local dirt tracks are like that, that. are pretty close but i think like and, and lawrenceburg was was pretty on it man they they had a good distance between and i and i get it i mean especially on dirt that stuff happens with midgets and sprints, man. They they catch a wheel, they get in the air. I yep. mean, they're yep. rolling. Yep. I've seen it happen many a times, but uh, that's why I think at least have some regulation or something to where the distance between the track and the stands is to a certain. And I agree. I agree 100 percent with that. If you that <clears throat> that at least takes away the fact that maybe you don't have to get a new fence, then maybe you don't have to do the the bigger upgrades like that but you know just that's kind of my two cents on safety for the fans because uh uh you know you you don't think about it till something unfortunate like that happens and uh we're we're kind of slapped in the face with it but hayden i want to know about this uh car you got going because i keep that's seeing right. pictures man i keep seeing it uh, uh <clears throat> pop up here so let us know uh, a little bit more about what you got rocking there, because I'm interested to, and, to hear. And about have that. you got it out to the track yet? It looks like they're just uh, in the process of like building everything. Okay, okay. But uh, man, it's it's looking good, and I, I look forward to seeing him get get his chance here. I am too. I, I think am too. Because be, we've, uh, we've talked about it. Yeah. Oh, I want to be there. Like I would love to see Hayden Cardwell get his first run uh, uh, out there on Tennessee. On the dirt track. Yeah, exactly. It's we not can road too trip. Far. Yeah, it's not too far. We can road there. trip, Hayden. We can be there. <laughs> so I would. Uh, that would be just a, a really cool thing, and and you know, it, it's kind of uh, uh, just really neat to see him. I'm not going to say progress because I didn't see his his beginning or anything like that, but go from that uh, that eye racing star that he is to uh, giving it a try on uh, the real track here, and his whole family does it. They're all involved. Kind of like William Byron. It could be. You never know. He could be the next. Uh, I, I would have to. I put my money on Hayden though, over William Byron. Well, he could be the next Clawson, the next Larson, and you never know. He could be the next superstar of dirt here. So uh, look out. We're going to talk out. about Larson in a little bit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I, I and that's what I want to know. Like, what's uh, we got to get Hayden back on here sometime because I want to know. Like with dirt, are you going to try to go to a sprint? Are you going to try to go to that open wheel? Or yeah, I think he's like that late model. I think he. He enjoys that late model, so maybe a super late uh, for Hayden down the road here. So, well. I mean, I here's my thing on that is I, I love the sprints and midgets. I think I, I love those on dirt. I love them on asphalt. I just I think they're legit. And I'm not taking nothing away from the late models, but I, I think if you look at it as uh, cost wise. Late model would probably be the the better route to go because you know you're not open wheel and like you just said a minute ago, you get beaten and banging open wheels and they can flip in the air, they can do this, they can do that. 
So you, you stand the chance on replacing a lot more parts on a Sprint or a Midget or something like that than you do a late model. Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No, I, that's that. But you know what you do with a, a late model more so than a Sprint or whatever? You got to beat and bang that the body. body panels. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because with the Sprint at that point, it's broke. It ain't going back on. You know what we you gotta do? We got to get a new one. You know what you do on those? <laughs> You, you pull the panel off, roll it. Now, if you have if you have big money, where you can afford like a little mini uh, a steamroller, yeah, exactly. Or if not, you just get uh, what's the 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 hand ones where you put water in it, like really? if you're uh, doing like a pool and rolling out sand or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Take what's that, the water do with the metal? The, the water you put it inside the drum, so you have weight on there. Oh, okay, okay, so when okay. You're pushing at the weight. I thought you meant like something out. to like get it actually no. wet or something. I no. don't know. <laughs> gonna... But yeah, you just roll the panels out. Interesting, interesting. So uh, that is that's pretty good stuff right there. I'm looking forward to uh, um, seeing, like I said, what he's got going on. I can't stop looking at that. I gotta. What, back right there up. in the middle. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm, I'm jealous right now. <laughs> yeah, no joke. <laughs> so uh, absolutely, there. I was gonna. Hey, we can we can road trip down to John's house too, <laughs> right? Yeah, they're uh, looks like they're having a good old time. I'm telling you. So, um, head on over. We're we're talking dirt. We'll we'll stay on dirt. Hey, speaking of karting, uh, buddy of mine, I used to race with Gary Lynn. He's on here watching. Hey, Gary, what's up, buddy? What's going on? Yeah, we we did some battles down at Whiteland back in the days. There you go. There you go. I mean, that track looks really nice now, too. I, I, I want to go down there and see just how that repavement looks on it. Well, they, they had I a problem. Uh, the hairpin, it was coming up, right. but I guess they have that fixed now. My only thing on that is I, I'm I'm old school and I still like the old traditional layout. I you know take that high bank turn out. And all <laughs> See, that that's garbage. what I got into it. I know we go we get into this no, every time you no, bring this up. I no, love the high bank, baby. No. I love it. <laughs> so no, go back to the old track. <laughs> that's good stuff right there. Um, we were watching a little bit of dirt last we night. Were. We and were. And before we get into hold the, on, the before key, we even get into that though. So I'm watching it with my VR goggles on. I'm sure you were too. Oh no, there's I I can't do that. Like I can I and can I push raise. my screen back, you know, because I have my <laughs> I have my chill room in VR oh, where it's God. all like marble floors. <laughs> I got the fireplace and I got the squid tank over here, but I had the screen pushed back so it was like a hundred inch in VR, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I can't do that just yet because. What I, I do is I was racing on this, or my VR, and it comes up on that one. And then over here, that's where I had the, the dirt track. Okay. So I could just peek out of the VR, and I'd look over there. <coughs> no, I sat there Excuse in my me. rig, and I was in, oh, yeah. <coughs> he was in, oh, yeah, moat. <laughs> that's good stuff right there. But uh, before we get to the, uh, the main here, the feature, that was a very exciting heat race there. Sammy uh, Swindell. Oh, man. Come on. <laughs> He's like half a lap in front of if not everybody. More. Oh man! And the, the he he's got the broadcaster's curse there. If I've ever seen it, because the broadcaster's going, um, Sammy Swindell, he's got to be loads in front of it. Oh my! They switch back to the camera and Sammy's spinning. I'm like, oh, what? what happened? So he's coming down the back stretch. He's coming around to the white flag at that. So he's he's a half a lap away from the white flag. He does a 360. He doesn't kill it. Keeps, keeps it going. Keeps it going. Stomps the loud pedal. Gets it back. I think he had finished in third, didn't he? <laughs> he did, yeah. Cause he, he, I mean, these guys catch. Uh, 
And I mean, rightfully so. You're you're a half a lap ahead. You do a three sixty, and I mean, these guys are they're they're, they're throttled down. They're nailing it, and man, he and gets it by that close at that. He almost pulls it off. So uh, unfortunately for him, though, it seemed like that was the uh, really the the top of his night as uh, he goes into that feature. And really doesn't do much in that feature. I think he sits in the like the teens most of that time. And, uh, uh, here's my thing though, and and I was always a big Sammy fan back in the day, and uh, but you know, Sammy, maybe it's time just to hang it up finally, dude, and just be done. You know, be it be a after team owner, that three sixty, be it be a team owner, <laughs> be a mentor to you know somebody coming up. Um, His son. Yeah, I mean, but but after seeing that performance. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I just I don't even know what to say. Hey, Brooks, you send me some, I'll put it on there, buddy. <laughs> that was because uh, I'm in Indiana. We don't have no Gators around here, son. <laughs> that was uh, a really just fascinating sight to see when he did that. But so you move on to the uh, the feature there, and Danny Dietrich. Well, and they had some uh, legends going last night too. They did. I, I don't know any of the names of the guys that run them, but that was a pretty good race. Those... And then in the B main. That big old pile up there was like a six-car oh, pile yeah, up yeah. in the B-Main. It, it looks like Armageddon when that happens at a sprint track. That was it the was first bad. time I've seen like that happen when I was watching. And there's guys like crawling out of the cars, under cars, and it's it, it was rough. And you, you just... You're not used to. I mean, we're we're just. Or myself, I'm just really getting bigger into to dirt recently, especially sprints and midgets and. I'm used to open wheel cars, and when they flip, it's like, oh, that's not good. The the indie cars, the F1 cars, you don't want to get those sideways or uh, well, upside down. That's not. Well, the bad thing about the midgets and the sprints, a lot of times when they start wrecking like that, you'll get one guy that'll get clipped, and he'll flip around back into somebody else, and then this guy will flip around, and they end up collecting each other. Right. There again, open wheel. Right. That, and you got a big old honking wing sticking off the top. Oh, so yeah, if you dude. roll this way, somebody's probably going to hit it. Right. I mean, it's not a little wing. It's a big man pajama. <laughs> That's what, too, is until uh, seeing him at uh, PRI, this uh, um, um, be a good area. No, any good ARCA leagues? ARCA. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't know any ARCA leagues, but. Uh, the Monsters of Dirt Imperial Cups, a great uh, Cup Series league. If you're interested in that, they're uh, running Watkins Glen tonight. Yep, yep. So um, if that's a route you're looking to go, they're a great group of guys, uh, awesome, awesome drivers. Except when you know me or Dan or Sean's running, you know. I'm always but, broadcasting. Yeah, you're always <laughs> broadcasting. You're safe, but you know, I'm if, safe from if, the scrutiny. If one of us are in it, you know, it's, try to stay away. When we get to the <laughs> iRacing bit here today, remind me because I got a good one. I was uh, or here. I'll just uh, real quick. I was uh, broadcast or one of the guys that I broadcast a race for. A lot of these guys know me as Tom Racker. So when I mic up in a, a race. They got no idea who I'm talking, but he's like, man, your voice sounds familiar. And I, I'm talking mad stuff because, I mean, you know me, I'm joking around. And like, what are you doing, man? He floats by me. And he's like, ah, I'm on fresh tires. And I was like, I know, but you just blew right by me. And he's like, well, what did you want me to do? And, and I was like, you realize who this is, right? He's like, 
your voice sounds really familiar. I was like, this is your broadcaster from this league. He's like, oh, hey, what's going on? <laughs> so everybody usually is blowing by me if that's the case. Like if, if I broadcast a league and I see somebody, usually you go right by me. But, man, it's uh, I, I do. I, that's what is one of the funny things about broadcasting and everybody knowing me is uh, Tommy Boy or Tom Racker there. Well, that's like when we were uh, doing the social distancing thing, and I was just, I wasn't on the camera, just my voice. And it was either uh, Nick or Kyle Westwood was on there. We were all in a Discord at one time. It was like, hey, Sean, who was on the show with you this morning? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You sounded like he was on a phone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> So uh, um, there's another good one right there is the NSRL. They don't. Uh, they're going into their second season. They don't do ARCA cars, but they're doing the uh, the oh, trucks yeah. on Tuesday. Uh, but it's during like the their, day, isn't it? Their feeder. It is. Yeah. I, well, hey, maybe Kyle's a, a day guy. Yeah. If you're if you're maybe he's the day man. If you're up during oh, the whoa. day to race, uh, like Sean said or Tommy <laughs> Boy, NSRL's good. Um, if you want to do some truck racing. You got the ECRS on Thursday nights. That one's like a full like set league though, so they're oh, going okay. like they've got teams set and everything like that. So and that's what I love about like the, the different leagues and stuff that I broadcast is you got some that are team leagues, you got some that are individual leagues. Um, yeah, I can't keep up with all your broadcasting. Friday night, I mean, we're, we're into the iRacing bit right now, and I just I don't know if everybody heard it on the. I, I try to stay as professional as I possibly could. But uh, all of a sudden, uh, after the race Friday night with the uh, the road to Indianapolis in those uh, USF 2000s. Oh, when you got to interview Ruben? Oh, yeah. It went all of a sudden. I don't know if everybody <laughs> heard it, but <laughs> it was like, oh, my gosh. They said, is this Ruben's? And he, yes, it is. <laughs> and if you don't know who we're talking about, he got to interview Rubens Barrichello, which is a former F1 driver, former teammate to Michael Schumacher. Yeah, and he won the uh, the road to Indianapolis. So that's another that, – that's a, a league right there that allows people that are decent on iRacing to race with people like Adrian Fernandez, Rubens Barrichello. Uh, Robert Wickens was out there. Um, so just a really cool opportunity, and that's something I asked him right there is like, what do you think about this? Because you're the opposite side of this. Like, you're the guy that people are looking at. He's like, I think this is one of the coolest things ever. He was loving it. He's loving racing on iRacing with his son. He seems to really, really enjoy. Uh, and, I mean, not to, I'm not downing him when I say this, but he's always been that, that good attitude, that great teammate style of, of person. Well, I was just going to say, you know, Ruben's always seemed like, a, you know, you typical F1 drivers are – Assholes. Oh, 100%. I'm, I'm just going to throw it out there. <laughs> That's the stereotype. But, uh, yeah. yes. But Rubens always just seemed like he was down to earth and, and humble for his opportunities, you know. And, and like you said, he played the good teammate role. And, and But he was he was a hell of a driver. I mean, if if team orders weren't in effect, I, I think Rubens would have oh, won a lot more races than what he did. Even though Schumacher was his teammate, you're, you're in the same equipment he is, so... But uh, yeah, Rubens. Rubens, he was he was a hell of a racer. Right. No, absolutely. He's a, he's a, he said Kimi isn't an a hole. No, a not he's at a all. Legend. Not one bit. <laughs> if I was media and I got the, uh, I love Kimi though. Don't be wrong. No, right. But if if you got the letter and saying, hey, you got a task to uh, sit down with Kimi and talk to him, 
and like it's not set up, so you've got to get with them. It's like, oh, you just gave me like one of the most impossible things in the world right there. Yeah. No, I mean, really, just uh, that would be a, a cool person to talk to because you want to you want to hear the real side of things. You want to see the uh, uh, what's going on. That's he's going to tell it to you. He's not gonna he's not gonna sugarcoat it whatsoever. Um, does I mean yeah I. I, I I got no problem with Mika either. I thought Mika was a hell of a racer. Um, as good as Schumacher, yes and no. I, I mean, when I say that, I, I think there were certain tracks that Mika was probably better than Michael at and vice versa. Mika was more technical, I think. Where I, I, I think he was too. And Michael was the guy walking Michael down the track. Michael was just balls out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. I mean, Schumacher was balls out. He had to carry out. him with a wheelbarrow. <laughs> he, uh, here's my analogy how I like to put Schumacher. He's kind of like the Dale Earnhardt of F1. He was an intimidator. I mean, he would move you out of the way. Yeah, I was going to say, Robin was uh, racing. I mean, that, that was just the style of driver Schumacher was. But and then, he didn't give a crap if you didn't like him or not. If he got ran like that, he didn't oh, cry. Oh, he didn't like it, but, but he, he didn't, didn't cry. No, exactly. No, yeah, you're right. He didn't like, but like when Alonzo or Montoya, those guys would get wheel to wheel with him. I mean, no, he's not happy, but at the end of the day, he's not going over there and be like, yeah. what are you doing? Because he knows next week he's going to do the right. same thing to him. But uh, okay, here's an interesting one I was asking on the broadcast, and we'll we'll do this with each little section here today. Two guys, and Space Jam comes down, doing an F1 movie. They're taking two all. Uh, we'll go all time here. Two drivers to form a team against everybody else here. Who's the two guys these aliens are taking for their F1 team? Now that we're on F1, um, Schumacher definitely won. And Senna, you, you know, as much as I'd like to say Senna, I'm I'm gonna say probably uh, Prost. Prost, okay, mm -hmm. okay, and that's that's really well. No, you said Schumacher. I was thinking Mika, but that's a a, a technical. You look at Prost, there, a very technical driver. The professor, <clears throat> Dustin, saying Kimi and Seb, that would be a. Uh, a team right there. That be, would be a team that would self-destruct. It's yeah, but they're they're the aliens. They would they, not get along with each other. <laughs> it's the aliens though. Okay. They're just they're just taking the the soul there. <laughs> they're just they're just getting the ability. So I I would probably go with uh, I'm gonna say Alonzo and Senna. I think with with that'd those be, two, good. you have such a a fierce, ferocious like you talk about intimidation and and that's the you talk about a. Uh, uh, Manager's nightmare. <laughs> you can't imagine. I mean, you can also say uh, Alonzo and Mika would be a good team. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So I, I like that. We we'll keep making uh, a comedy. Kimmy and Danny Rick. That would, that be, would be. That would be, <laughs> that would be hysterical. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, anything with Kimmy would be funny. Or, oh, absolutely. Because Kimmy's going to he. That's one thing you gotta like about Kimmy. He's a straight shooter. He's gonna tell you how it is, and he don't care if it pisses you off or not. <laughs> exactly, this right. is how it is. <clears throat> so to keep on the uh, the F one, I was uh, listening to a interview this week with uh, um, uh, Grosjean, and they were talking to him about possibly filling that Renault seat. And he worked with people from Renault before. Yeah, and so he has a good relationship there. So 
he says, yeah, that would be an interesting move. It'd be like a, a really good storyline for, for me to make that move to Renault. But he said at the same time, I, I'm comfortable where I'm at here um, at Haas, which it doesn't seem like you are. Wreck it, Romaine. But, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say you're comfortable because they keep allowing you to drive. But uh, um, Silly dilly. Is, is he an option? I don't think people right now want to look outside of the F1 paddock for a driver in their main seat. It looks like they're trying so hard to stay within the the realms here. But, I mean, if you're Renault, do you really want to go after Romain Grosjean? Well, I mean, look behind me. I would, I, would, I would much rather call on getting uh, Nico Hulkenberg back. I think he's more of a solid driver than Romain is. But does he want to come back to you guys? That's I don't the, think he would. I mean, but, I think but, Renault built or burned the bridge in. I, I, I agree. But I'm just saying, I mean, if I had my choice... Romaine wouldn't be the guy I'd put in the car. Um, Do they call on an IndyCar driver? Do you look at somebody at this point like uh, a young Colton Herta who has made it, no. it known that he wants to be an F1 driver? Do you look at uh, Pat Award, who has had time uh, uh, practicing for some of these? I mean, that is kind of uh, uh, I, I would think that is a better option than looking into F2 right now. Looking into the IndyCar, or paddock. you could look into Formula E. I mean, because because I'm it, it, to a me a lot of those guys, those are like Massa, um, Van uh, Van, uh, Van Dorn. Yeah, but so, um, our boy come from Formula E, um, Felix. That's true. That is that is very true. I, so, mean, I mean, so so to me, I, I don't see why <laughs> they weren't looking at him sooner. I'm not saying but like this with Renault. what Felix said. Is if if he was going to go to F one, it was going to be one of those three teams, right? If if it wasn't one of those three, and I think a lot of people look at F one like that, that hey, if it's not one of those three, then I don't want to be part of it. Well, but here's here's my thing on that, and I can see where they're coming from. You get into racing, and you get into a different series, and especially F one. You get into F one because you want to be world champion, and if you're not with Ferrari, Mercedes, or Red Bull, you have no shot. Right. I- I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. No, you have no shot at being world champion if you're at Williams, McLaren, uh, Toro Rosso, Racing Point. Now, I, I will say Racing Point, which is um, Stroll's team, right? Mm-hmm. They might have a shot in, in in years to come. I mean, with their their relationship with Mercedes. You got money. You got money. Um but where uh, where did Toto go? So there's a lot of speculation that he's possibly looking into buying part of that Williams deal, that he's possibly moving over to Racing Point, that he's sticking See, with Mercedes. I thought that's where he was going to go was Racing Point. So, I mean, there's, there's a lot of speculation on uh, what and where Toto will end up, what will he be doing there. So uh, to answer Dustin's, yeah, I was just getting ready to get on that one too. Um, I, I think Seb ends up outside of the paddock. I think he ends up taking a uh, sabbatical, if not being done with Formula One. Um, he might be a Formula E driver now. I mean, I hate saying that, but Formula One is such a here today, gone tomorrow type sport. It's not like IndyCar where he's going to get a uh, a farewell season. It's not like NASCAR where he's gonna get that Jimmy Johnson type season. Because if this, if if NASCAR was F one, Jimmy Johnson been to the curb two two seasons ago. Right now, now here's my thing on that. Does why I I don't see Mercedes getting rid of Botas just because him and Hamilton seem to get along. They seem to work good together. 
Botas really isn't ruffling any feathers. Where if you bring Seb in there, Seb's not going to want to play second fiddle. Right. He's going to want to win races. He's going to want to run for a championship. So, and you already know who the man at Mercedes is. It's Lewis Hamilton. No question. Yeah. And so, if, uh, and my thing with, with Seb is I think if he doesn't go to one of those three teams, I don't think he's going to hang around and run for for another one of those teams. Um, now, I, I can see, I, now I will say, if Toto does go to Racing Point. You're going to say Perez steps out because obviously Stroll ain't going by. Right. right. But Perez, man, I'm, I am I like Perez. I I'm not saying nothing driver. against him. I'm just saying terrible who would you rather have, though, Vettel, which is a world champion, a multi-time world champion, and he can give you better feedback on that car than what Perez can. I would take Perez because at this point he's he's been with the team for so long. You're aware of the car. You know you're comfortable in that seat, and you've 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 won a podium. Yeah, you've got on the podium before with that car. So I I would take Perez at that chance because it's it's not something new to him. Because or does in, in that case does Perez go to Renault? I just don't see him. Right I'm, now, I mean, I'm just being hypothetical. No, no, I'm here. with you. But I'm just thinking to Perez is sitting in such a good seat right now because, like I said, he's had the he, the opportunities before. Um, he is a uh, uh, a really good driver in my mind, and I think as the the regulations come to um, uh, more of uh, the forefront here, and that uh, uh, cap is in play. I think Perez becomes more of an attractive driver here for the next three, four years. And I think Perez does bring in some money, too. Oh, exactly. So, But, but so, my, I'm, just, I'm just trying to think of scenarios where Vettel would wind up at because I don't think he would go to Renault. I no, mean, I don't, if you go to Renault, you're going to a lame duck. Um, you're not going to go to you're Haas. You're not going to go to Haas. You're not going to go to Williams. You're, you're not going to go to Toro Rosso. Um, which I don't think it's called Toro Rosso anymore. It's um, I can't remember now because they did their library in that black and white now. Alpha Tori. Yeah, I was gonna say. It, it, I, I, I was just looking at you like a blank. There. And they are good looking cars, but you know, uh, does does Christian Horner want him back at Red Bull? Because I mean, that's where he was at, and that's no, where he won his first championships and races at. And I I don't. I don't think, uh, you know, it's obvious him and uh, Verstappen don't get along. No, um, yeah, that'd be terrible. And I really think Albon is is going to be a, a really underestimated shot here in that Red Bull this, this year because he showed some really good uh, sight last year and uh, when he got that chance in Red Bull, and I think that originally should have been the, the move. Gasly showed that he was more confident, more comfortable in that, uh, what, what did I say, Alfa Tori car, which is now the or what was the Toro Rossi, and uh, he, uh, when he went back there, he got that podium. So he he had all that pressure. It didn't work out for him at Red Bull, and then Albon comes here, and he, he Albon's one of those. He's the professor, I think. He's he's that type of driver that you you've got Verstappen, where you you've got that guy that's gonna whip it in there. He's gonna throw it in, but then you've got now Albon, where he is gonna say, okay, 
to beat Verstappen, I've got to get sixth in this race because he wrecked it out the last race trying to fight with Leclerc up there. It's going to happen a lot this year. It's going to happen a lot. And then, but you, you have to think, you know, going back to Botas and what Dustin's saying, he is a great number two guy. But in the next couple years, because, you know, as much speculation going around Mercedes, they're going to fold, they're not going to be around, they're not going to do this. Does somebody look at Botas as their number one guy, considering he's had these years working with Lewis Hamilton? Mm-hmm. He's been with Mercedes. You know, and and I really think Botas is a good driver. Oh, I do as well. I mean, if if he didn't have Hamilton as a teammate, I think he would go out there and he'd he'd have at least one world championship. And, and we spoke about it before, but I I really think that that phone is rang from Renault, and they said, "Hey, do you want to come be our number one?" And he said, "No." He said, no, "Well, I wouldn't I'm, leave Mercedes uh, to be number not one yet. at Renault. Not yet, no." So that's I I think that because Danny that, Rick did that and how'd that work out for him? Right. I think that question has been been raised. I think it has been. So um, I really do. Uh, I see uh, Botas. I think Botas' best best chance, best thing he could do, is to go out strong like he did at the beginning of last season, and if he gets that momentum, to keep it up, just to say, you know what, I know that. Their goal is is Lewis Hamilton. But if I get a decent run on him, they will at least give me the the fighting chance to take this year. Okay, so let me let me ask you this much. Look looking in the future and looking at all the teams, who do you think what team is best set up for success for years to come? McLaren. I'm gonna have to say Ferrari. I you got two studs for drivers now. If you develop the car and put the car underneath these guys, I, I think you got championship after championship after championship coming. I mean, because you're 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 one two team right there. That that's the best two I've seen in a long time. So the reason I said that and not Ferrari though is because Ferrari is in a snowball effect going downhill. Going but I, but I don't the think they're going to keep way. doing that. I think now that they have the two drivers they want. But you still got to pick that ball up and move it uphill. Dude, it's Ferrari. And I'm with you. I'm it's with you. Ferrari. But McLaren's already rolling a fast pace downhill, and they're getting up that hill with steam, man. They're going up that hill with steam. And I think McLaren's got a couple good drivers, but I think Ferrari's drivers are just that much better. And, and I think Sainz works very well with Ferrari. I think he is a very good driver for Ferrari. I think that was a good move. And, and I the, think him and Leclerc will work good together. I, I agree. And in the opposite end, though, I think Ricardo and Norris at McLaren, because that McLaren's that that they fit the mentality of the drivers right now is go out and let's do this. We're the underdog. Let's get this done. But my but my thing with Danny Rick, and you know I'm a Danny Rick fan. After the last couple years, last couple seasons he's had in F1, is his confidence still there? Uh, I think he no. But I think with this move, we've seen what it did with uh, Sainz. Look at Sainz's uh, um, morale boost, if you will, from the one year of uh, You're right, Dustin. From Renault to um, McLaren there. Look at the, the morale boost. Look at his spirit. Look at his, his overall just attitude. And look how it, it portrayed onto the track then. I understand what you're saying there, but I think with, with the situation with Norris and Danny Rick, 
if Norris goes out and outperforms Danny Rick week in and week out, that's going to bust his confidence even more. And you're right there. You are right. And and right now we don't know. And I think Norris will do that. I think that kid's got something special. Right. Is Norris number one there this year? I do think, they have I think a clear set, be. number one, number two? I think he should be. I, I think I mean, that's. I think you put all your eggs in a basket on that kid right there to carry your team to where you want it to be. But at the same time, you did just sign Daniel Ricardo, And Daniel Ricciardo. I understand Ricciardo, that. He has been proven to – you're going to be good, but you need attention. You need to to have that team value you. He's one of those guys that wants to hear thank you when he leaves the track. And I get that. I mean, don't get me wrong, but I, he didn't get that at Red Bull. That's why he left. Well, but my thing with Danny Rick is, you know, you won races when he was at Red Bull. You should. I mean, you're on one of the best teams in the paddock. And look, when he stopped winning those races, it was when that – or that – focus change from him to Verstappen so but but what I'm leading up to here is if you make him number one at McLaren is he the type of the guy that can take that team pick it up on his shoulders and carry it I don't think he can I think he would crack under pressure if they if they made him number one is Norris ready for that right now I think he is I think that kid's hungry like I said I think we're going to see something special out of Norris I I I think the kid really has something special and I'm I'm looking forward to watching uh, Leclerc, Sainz, Norris, and Verstappen carry on the F1 flag and battle it out because I think that's that that is your future of F1 right there. Oh that, yeah, that's yeah, your absolutely. next world champions in the future. Right. No, and you're right. And I think you do throw Albon in there. I do. Like I said, I think he's the professor. I think he's going to be out there going, man. I got to get third to to do this this week, and he's going to get third. I don't know if Albon will be the world champion. I think he's going to be that driver that just has those. The second place years, the third place years. Yeah, those like things Montoya. that just go wrong. He's you know? going to be that Montoya. Yeah. So uh, it'll, it'll be interesting to see there because we, we start uh, next week in uh, Austria. And then the week after, we're in Austria. Yeah. So <laughs> the, And the week after, not we're Austria. not. <laughs> and the week after. We're in Austria. <laughs> so <clears throat> pretty, uh, you know, uh, everybody just uh, getting used to all that. And uh, so, so let's jump into IndyCar then since we're already talking F1 and open wheels. Sounds let's, good. Let's do some IndyCar. So they come out this week and announced that uh, the Indy 500 will run in August, but at 50% capacity. Yep. But here's my thing on that is you're going to limit it to 50% capacity, which I understand. But you're going to black it out locally. I, I I don't agree with that because now that you're only limited to 50%, I'm probably not going to be able to go to the race this year. So this will be the first year in like 10 years I've missed the Indy 500, which I'm not happy about it. But, hey, it is what it is. But at least let me watch it on TV. Right. Yeah, that's the one thing I, I really didn't understand exactly is the the fact that they're not allowing a sellout. Which, like you said, I understand, but if we can't allow it to sell out, then I mean, it, maybe if you if if what if it's a sellout at that fifty percent, then do you do it? I, I guess I guess that's the question. So, um, I, I that and I, I guess I don't understand the. I do, but I don't because it's the the greatest spectacle in racing. Yeah. you're either going to go there because you want to be there, or you're going to watch it on TV because you don't want to be there. That's my view on that. You're not gonna, 
very few people, I think, look at that and say, okay, well, they're going to put it on TV this week or this year, honey, so we ain't going to go to the track. Like, no, you go to the track to be there to experience race day at Indianapolis. You don't go to the track to, I, I don't know, just because it's running there. I, local, hell, I don't know. I think it's going to be a, a weird vibe out there, too. I mean, Indy 500 with no fans in the infield. Yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah, because obviously we were talking about that. Is from what I understand is you, because you, you won't be able to control tickets in right. in the infield. Right. It's, it's you, you can't control social distancing in when you're giving people an open field. So there, from what I understand, is no infield and it just be the grandstand. So we are ticket holders yearly. The Uncle Tony right. gets the the set of tickets right. for us, so we get seven tickets into our our slot. But it's not guaranteed you're going to get all seven. We can request fifty percent. If you get, if you you can request all seven, you're guaranteed that fifty percent. So I, I, they'll probably give us three. I don't think they're going to. No, no. I will say this: I was talking. I went down to the brewery <laughs> last night, and I was talking to Craig that runs the brewery down in Fountain Square. Uh, which, by the way, if you're locally and you like uh, beers, check out Fountain Square Brewery. I got great, a growler great beers. And a, a coupon. A coupon. See, you oh, yeah, do I that. Get down there. I just got great beers. Get uh, very friendly people. I mean, just a great vibe. I, I enjoy going down there. But anyways, he said his friend has been going for like 30 years. Well, and he already has. He requested his seven tickets, and he already got them. But they're not all in the same spot. There's like two here, two over here. He's already gotten them? Yeah. Which I didn't even think they were doing That's, that yet. Because uh, that's what Craig told me last night. Said he's already got his tickets. Yeah, because that's the the thing is, if you request more than so, if we request all seven, it might give us all seven together. But, but not in the, not together. together. No, they, it might. It, it I guess it depends on who requests around you. Blah blah blah. But at the end of the day, if if I feel bad for the people that just have two. Yeah. And now you can just request one. And and if you go with two people, then I I mean I I I don't know. But at the same time, if okay, well my group gets twenty tickets, so we can sit ten people together. But this people that has two can't sit one, or they, they can only go one, or you know to get wave at each other from a distance. That's I I don't know, but I, I guess they're trying to make something work. I'm not I'm not trying to spit on the man trying to make something work here. I'm just spitting on Corona at this point. I just, I just, think, <laughs> yeah, I, just <laughs> I, I think you just need to wait. And like you said, you was going to run it in October. Run it in October at full capacity. I don't think you'll, you won't get full capacity. I, I, I don't you, think you, you will just, either. I don't think you will either. But I just don't. <laughs> Even if it's the grandstands at full capacity. My thing is, at least put it on TV. At, at least let me watch exactly. it live. That yeah, I would agree. I with mean, that. if that's, I can't be there, at least let me watch it live. That's my. I've been a faithful 500 fan, you know, and and don't 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 punish me because of this, and don't punish you know everybody else that can't go that wants to be there. Uh, let me answer some of Dustin's questions real quick. Does Lando get a triple crown? Um, I can see him doing that because uh, they they've already talked about because we're already on IndyCar, but they've talked about that you know. Lando said he would be game to run the Indy 500. So I could see him getting it before Alonzo. I, in all honesty, I mean Alonzo's tough. He's he's well, shown Alonzo only he needs the 500 to complete it. Right, and I'm with you there. 
But, but I, I, that's what I'm saying. But I still, I see Lando getting all three of those because he needs all three. Right. I could see him getting all three because I just don't see Alonzo winning the 500. I don't. I don't know, man. That last year he ran it until he had, you know, what was it, electronic or whatever. His engine blew. That's the 500, though. I mean, oh, I know. <laughs> but I'm just saying, he was competitive. I mean, he Absolutely. was up there. And I, I think if he gets the ride underneath him, he can do it. Gotcha. I he mean, was asking Fernando. Huh? I thought he said Lando. Oh, Nando. Okay, Nando. <laughs> I thought it said Lando. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't. Th- I would think Fernan- or Lando Norris, honestly, would would get it before uh, Fernando. As, was, as, as much I don't think Fernando as much does. as I would like to say no, I've learned this about Fernando Alonso. Don't doubt him. You never count him out. <laughs> no, you no, I'm never. That that dude is, is a fighter, a, a driver, a racer. He will scrape and claw and. You know, I've watched him in F1 races in, a, in an inferior car and, and still, you know, managed to get a podium finish out of the deal. Yeah, so I, I just uh, – I'm not going to say no and I'm not going to say yes. I'm just not going to count him out. Yeah, I would agree I'm not going to doubt him. Uh, and as far as the craft – oh, yeah, love him. Um, you're up in Michigan, and Michigan per capita has some of the best breweries – in the country my my favorite in michigan is sheboygan brewery uh they have a blueberry cream ale that is fabulous and they got a blood orange and honey that is outrageous that was a lot of flavors in beer right there i love it i love it he says i love it i love it i love it um let's see what else uh so teams are uh ramping up this week (laughs) i was talking to tim i was like man are you not slammed right now? He's like, no, dude. We've had like six weeks to get this car ready. I was like, fair enough, dude. I said, at this point, you guys are just touching stuff, aren't you? He's like, yeah, kind of. It's like, we've swept the shop floor 16 times, and it's it's sparkling. I bet it is. (laughs) Hey, all you guys can come to uh, Cisco Warehouse and clean it up. Yeah, exactly. They're they're over there like, guys, just stop touching it. We got it where we want it. Stop touching it <laughs> so uh these guys have plenty of time to uh to prepare for this they'll start getting back on the track this week for uh testing mm-hmm. here um uh locally in indy and what's gonna be uh actually you know what i don't think they will test it's uh one of those quick in and out races still so even being locally to indy they're still gonna come in and go out real quick real fast because they yeah. still do have the Xfinity race. So that will be interesting to see how NASCAR, how IndyCar do merge in that uh, July 4th uh, extravaganza. Well, my, my question on that is, is so Xfinity runs Goodyear tires and IndyCar runs Firestone tires, correct? I would think that banner you could switch out pretty quick. It's no, a, I'm not talking about ba- the banner. I'm not, banner has nothing to do with my question here. I'm interested to see how the rubber plays with, with each yeah, other. Once I once I stop talking to ones, yep, exactly. Well, the you know, because the first compounds okay. That could, that could throw tire strategy off. It could throw the handling of the car off. I, I mean, because you figure if I don't know who's going out before who, but say the I Xfinity cars go Xfinity out first, going to go out before, and Indy. they lay all that Goodyear rubber down, and then the Indy cars come out, and that Firestone rubber doesn't adhere to that. That, that can make it a, a sketchy deal. And you are correct there. In IndyCar, it's, it wouldn't be the first time that they are plagued with NASCAR uh, tire issues. No. As this uh, coming off the, the race here at Texas where they had the, uh, what is that, the PJ, PJ1? Yeah. Or, 
whatever that is, the the uh, form formula that goes on to the traction track treatment, and uh, that was just a, a nightmare. Yeah, because I, I didn't Texas. think that, you know, because Texas is usually good for guys, you know, like last year, Ferrucci's running up against the wall making passes on the outside. Didn't happen this year he was because you like couldn't. A dirt, he was on that card well yeah. line. <laughs> Didn't happen wow, this year dude. because of that NASCAR traction exactly. treatment. And they couldn't run up there, which I was very disappointed. Yep. Because Texas is usually such a good race, and this year it was kind of one lined. But uh, continuing on with IndyCar, McLaren come out and announced that uh, Tuesday they will uh, unveil. Since we were speaking about Fernando Alonso. They will unveil his livery for the 106th running of the Indy 500. Was that a good drum roll? That was a good drum roll. (laughs) The piano roll, drum roll. We got it all here, folks. (laughs) Woo! (laughs) You got to love it. You got to love it. Oh, we're having a darn good time down here in the paddock. So Dustin's saying uh, he would imagine the Firestone would uh, hurt worse on that because it's a softer compound. That's kind of what I was thinking. Well, they run two different. They'll have the red and the black compound down I, there. As I well, know, so. but I'm just. I, uh. It'll be interesting. Maybe yeah. maybe it'll rain and only IndyCar will go out. Which speaking of that, uh, we won't be doing a show next weekend uh, because where we're going to be at? The shit we won't. We'll be doing it live. From the brickyard. That's true. <laughs> I just cussed it. That was oh, well. A, that was a big one. The, the heck we won't. We won't. <laughs> the heck we won't there. Hey, that's no different. They, they say shit on TV, so we're all right. <laughs> it's early Sunday. It's right. church time. <laughs> <laughs> we got to be cautious here. Oh, goodness. So, no, uh, yeah, we've been uh, lucky enough to. Thank uh, you again, Kike. Yes, absolutely there. So, I, I'm looking forward to that. And. Yeah, we'll. we'll uh, Do we get to go out Saturday too? I I'm gonna figure that out here hopefully today. Cause uh, I, I'd cry if we were able to see the. Yeah, the that would header. that would really excite me to go out Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'd like to see. The I thought Xfinity I was excited. And IndyCar. <laughs> That's what uh, my buddy uh, Aaron Roach from uh, Australia that watches the broadcast. He came on one day. He's like, "Is this karaoke and I racing together? This is amazing." It <laughs> is. Like, it is. <laughs> It is. <laughs> that was awesome. But he goes, uh, he got on there Friday. He's like, is that the Rubens? I was like, oh, yeah. And I'm going to be more excited than that when we walk into uh, the track if we're able to go to that doubleheader. Because that was something I really, really wanted to see is just the, the mix of NASCAR. Now, obviously, without the fans, it's not going to be the same atmosphere. You're not going to have the same deal. But you're still going to see just how they they merge, how they, they switch it out, how that all happens behind the scenes. And that's what I'm kind of uh, looking forward to if we do get to go there July 4th there. so I'm just sitting here thinking about where I want to stand if we get to go to that Saturday. I was, you were I'm, like, I'm thinking kind of like on turn it, one because that way you get to see him come down that chute and into the main stretch. <laughs> or or it would be IndyCar turn one is what I'm talking about. Or go stand in actual turn one of the road course. Where they're honking down the straightaway right. and have to get on the brakes and hit that ninety degree. I'm hoping they don't like say, "All right, you go here, yeah, you go here, you go here." But hey, we'll we'll do whatever we got to do. Or there. it'd be even better if they let us up in the uh, the tower. I, I I don't see us being inside. That I don't see happening. I don't think they're gonna. They're gonna let media up in the tower. That's the only people that are there that day, so they might have sh- that stuff closed well, off. Or media that day, so well, I know, but they might have that stuff closed off. I don't know if they'd want to be inside there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull the total Wayne's World. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> That's good. Like I said, once you get in there, I don't know if you got to have the credential there or I, not because you're in. Know. Right. You, they know you're good. We're going to have to mask up. That's what I, they, hey, they should uh, put the credentials real on your fast, mask. if anybody out there is listening that can do this for us, if anybody can make a Checkers and Wreckers mask and have them here by Friday, we'll pay you for them. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that would be Let us cool. know. <laughs> um, so we move on to NASCAR is... We're not here just yet. The Brickyard's not here. We're, we're that close. We but, are close. Uh, we got Pocono here today to uh, to get us underway. And Does uh, Harvick get the double? I think so. And I just gave away my, my checkers and records picks this week. For all, no. one, one of them. No. But, uh, yeah, I, I do. I think uh, you, if Hamlin would have won that uh, yesterday, we look at it today and say, does Hamlin do it? No. I don't think he does. Harvick is so consistent. Harvick knows this track. Uh, it, it's a tough track to go there day or two days in a row like this. I think it's going to wear on those drivers. You number one, they're going to be tired today. But number two, they're I, I really feel like their hand, they're just because this is one of those tracks that it'll give you a blister from all the shifting. At least it used to. I don't know if that's the case anymore. But those guys used to come out of the. I think they're still downshifted in. Um, is it the tunnel? Tunnel turn. Yeah, exactly. So th that's where I mean, you'd, you'd see the blister on their hands afterwards. So th I mean, well, but now are... the shifter's a little bit different. It's more long, where you just kind of bump it. And I got gotcha. you. So I don't it's think not that really... round. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't have the round knob. And I think honestly, one of the guys that shifter knob was broke at one point too. So he's just oh, a lot of them guys shifting the nut. The, the, the whole shifter handle would break off. Yeah, back exactly. In the day. That's like, so you're just shifting they come into pits and somebody'd take a pair of vice grips and clamp down on the nub <laughs> what was left, and that's what you were shifting with. Because <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's happened at Watkins Glen. It's happened at some oh, road that courses. Would be... <laughs> miserable to be vice gripping yeah, vice at grip shifting. <laughs> oh god dang that'd be terrible oh man but um um so it'll be interesting to see also how they recover because they do have a whole week off in between i shouldn't say a whole week but they most of the week off here between uh pocono and indy yep. to kind of <laughs> breathe again because uh, like i said i think we see a lot of fatigue here today i, I really do Hey, Dustin, later on, thanks for watching, buddy. Um, and, and I agree. And But you know how we've talked, um, not to change the subject, about Keselowski taking over the 48 car and then um, Cindric jumping in the Blue Deuce. So my dad asked me the other night, he goes, so who do you think is going to take over the one car when, because Kenseth will probably be done after this season. I was like, you know, I really don't know. And I got thinking about that. I think Noah Gregson. I, I mean, that would be, I'm trying to think here now. Either Noah Gregson or Chase Briscoe. Briscoe. I could see Ganassi taking somebody like, like Briscoe. But at the same respect, I'm trying to think who's the other Ganassi Bush. So you've got uh, Kurt and uh, it was Kurt and uh, Larson yep. that were in that team now. Yep. So it's Kurt and Kenseth. So... Kurt's getting up there. Yeah. So do you do you look for maybe another guy that's up there, like in age, like Larson was, to kind of go forward and and take the reins there, and then get a Chase Briscoe in afterwards when Kurt comes out, or do you try to get that young guy now? And it's kind of a, a um, uh, what's the word? Uh, you know, a little toss up there because Kurt. I'm not saying he's bad, but Kurt's inconsistent. 
Kurt's not a guy that's going to constantly come in and out and get you these top tens. He might get you a string of seven of them, but then he might go 20 more races without one. So that getting a young guy with Kurt could hurt you or it could really help you. I just don't see Kurt helping a, a young guy too much. I could be wrong there. I, I I think you go ahead and get him now with Kurt Busch. I mean, you have the knowledge. Kurt Busch is already, you know, there again. He's a, he's a NASCAR champion. And he can set up a car. And he's been with, you know, a few different teams. Right. So, you know, and he's won races. So you have the knowledge of Kurt Busch where a young guy could kind of go to him, hey, Kurt, you know, um, I'm struggling right here. What, what do you recommend? Or, uh, hey, can you throw Kurt's setup on my car? That way you know you're going to at least start with a, a decent setup. But, uh, yeah, I, I say you go ahead and, and go for that young guy now while you still have a, a driver like Kurt Busch there and probably have him there for, you know, couple two three more years if you decide to keep him um because these guys you know gregson and uh briscoe probably they're probably coming to cup next year if not next year the year after that so you you need to go ahead and get one of these young guys while you can or you know because i don't see you sticking with kenseth and not not Dinging Matt Kenseth or nothing no, like that. No, but he I don't think he wants to. No. I think he knew right when he came in this is a temporary right, deal. I right. I'm I'm here for the the end of this year right. here. So um now Pate Pate says definitely a guy you could use, yes. But is he a guy that's gonna accept that role is my question. That's I don't and maybe in his age right now, he would. I think he would. I think Kurt's kind of you look at in, Kyle in his older not. years. He's humbled. You know, he he knows that he he's probably not going to get too many more opportunities to run at a team like Ganassi, which Ganassi, uh, you know, I wouldn't call them the best team in NASCAR, but they're certainly not the worst team in NASCAR. Um, you're you're still basically running Hendrick and RCR Motors, so. But yeah, I I. Weird saying that considering you're Jimmy Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> That's good there. <laughs> that is good. Hey, he, I thought he was gonna kill him. Yeah. I thought he was gonna kill him. <laughs> but but yeah, I, I think he's definitely, you know, humbled some over the years and, and like I said, he knows that he, he's on his downside of his career, so <laughs> I guess Jimmy Spencer maybe humbled him when he beat your pants and Spencer comes at you there. Maybe maybe that does it there. That's when I looked at that right there. I, I will never forget that because I, I realized how big Jimmy Spencer was compared to everybody else. Kind of like, oh, he looked like, like Stewart. AJ Foyt and Ari. Yeah, I mean, he looked like Stewart compared yeah. to Gordon. I mean, it was like, what? Why are you back talking that dude right now? Are you dumb? It's like that'd be like uh, uh, Muggsy Bogues going to talk crap to uh, Mike Tyson. Right. It's like, are you asking you what are you doing right now? <laughs> At least keep your helmet on, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, oh uh, man, Blaney takes an impressive win at uh, Talladega last week, and I almost picked him last week. I and that's if you heard, if you're watching last week, I said I was like, I was thinking between Blaney and Chase, and I'm gonna go with Chase. And man, I was wrong there. Is Blaney, man. I think he is the the new uh, Dale Jr. Hamlin of Super Speedways. He's got him down. You look at his performance at Daytona. He was right there at the end of that. You look at his performance at Talladega. I mean, he was up there the whole time. He'll so. be fast today. 
Oh, yeah, right, absolutely. Because he he won at Pocono when he was still running for the that Wood was Brothers. his first that, that was, was his first, first win, win ever. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So Pocono has seen many first time winners. Um, I don't think, like I said, I I think Harvick takes it today, but I don't think we see uh, uh, a new time or first time winner here today. Do you? No, I don't. So no. that's it. It's uh, it is a tricky track, the tricky triangle, turn four. What? Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> what turn for? <laughs> exactly. So uh, uh, pretty, pretty, uh, should be a pretty interesting race. I mean, Pocono's kind of. They, we've uh, had, uh, there There was a lot of racing at Pocono today. It started this morning at 9 with o'clock the for the truck series. <laughs> yeah, they're probably running to the Xfinity now. Yeah, the Xfinity's probably Noon. going off right now. And then we'll have the cup side. So, yep. I mean, all triple header in one day. That would be something interesting to see because I don't think Pocono. Favorite at Pocono, Mayfield over Dale, Dale Jr. or Dale Sr.? Dale was, Sr. I think it was Dale Sr., wasn't it? Yes. That's right by the D. I was, I was trying to put two and two together there. He he, he hit the DR. Dale Docker. Yeah. Then, then Mayfield had his little incident with whatever he did and screwed his career up. <laughs> whatever. Whoopsie. Whoopsie. Mayfield was quick, man. Like I remember the Brickyard. He was. Uh, he Ma- was uh, with um, on that Everham team with exactly. uh, Casey Kane. Yeah, that year at the Brickyard, when he was on that team, it was the number twelve. The was it Valvoline? That sponsored him. I'm trying to picture his I don't car think, right I now. think they were both red and white with Dodge <coughs> sponsorship, wasn't they? Was it Dodge? Okay, I, ca- I can't remember exactly. I, I, I thought his I was, thought I thought Hams. his was blue. Who did he run? Did he run a Valvoline car at all? The number twelve. He might have. See, I that's remember. what I'm picturing in my head. Is is maybe Dude, that's been like 20 years ago. He ran out of 160 laps. I think he led like 120 of them, and then he just smoked Mobile the wall. One. Mobile one. Thank you. Smoked the wall, dude. I mean, just smoked. Ran out of talent. You saved up enough in that race, you could have let it out. But instead, you just smashed it into the wall. It was like, yeah. whoops. But th- there, I mean, that that was all Everham. I that, think. that must have been one of those uh, days where the night before he was out doing <laughs> right. why he got kicked out of NASCAR. <laughs> that was all Everham, I think, that was really uh, helping that team go. That Because that was Bill, wasn't it? Wasn't Bill on that team? Elliot? Yeah. Uh, I think for a hot second he okay, was. Okay, I thought so. At the at the end of his his runs here, yeah, because <coughs> so, that's when Everham broke away from Hendrick and started right. his own team, and that's when Dodge come back into NASCAR. Exactly. Yeah, if he got that backing there from Dodge, really to to go out there and be competitive with the team there. So, um, uh, oh, we can talk about uh, we did a little eye racing Friday night. We did a load of them. We did. <laughs> we, we did. Uh, we did some three hundred five, some three sixty, some super late models. Hopefully, Donnie gets a uh, gets the league <laughs> yeah. going here. <laughs> Wearing this guy's uh, uh, hosted events, and it was pretty good. He didn't want to hear nothing he was a about politics. Shooter. He just wanted to hear something about uh, pixies, uh, beer, poppies, and or beer, beer, poppies, and racing, and racing. <laughs> That's all I wanted to hear about. That's it. So if you if you hop in the Don lobby and if you don't qualify, if you don't at least attempt to qualify, I'm gonna boot you. He's kicking you. <laughs> He's a no holds barred type guy, and he didn't uh, no no ask for the the birds there. No, he he. I'm gonna boot you. <laughs> Uh, he was quick on that boot button. Absolutely. No no nonsense type dude there. That, so check out a Donnie room. <laughs> God, I don't remember his last name. Uh, it was like Price or something, something like that. Something Canadian. Price A. 
<laughs> yeah, God, wow. I know. Wow. <laughs> Brad's loving me. <laughs> a boot? He's like, yeah, right, the boot. A boot? I'm give you a boot. <laughs> that 360 race, though, man, the track was like ice by the time it was oh, done. Yeah. I'm like, I, I can't hold on to it. And we're running right next to it. <laughs> yeah. It's like every race we got into, and we weren't, we were we weren't right in there. the back either. No, no. Like, we were, we were uh, <laughs> Brad's laughing there. We were sitting like fifth or sixth i'm not gonna say we were top front there but no we we, we were uh we'd find each other each and every race we were running there so yeah we uh, that was a good little uh time there on uh, friday night that's the first time i'd raced in a while i had fun the uh so there's uh what was it the um i tried the midgets at the chili bowl yeah how'd that go i just don't know how to turn those like do you slam on the brake to get him to turn it's not all gas because i didn't have enough gas to to do anything with I haven't really driven the midgets on our race. That's what I gotta. I gotta figure because they they're they're fun. I would think that you would uh, just yank the thing. <laughs> you gotta turn left to go right. Yeah, turn right to go left. That's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, so I think you just sling it in there to get it to turn, and then and then sling just, it back, and then sling it back and just kind of ride it. I got gotcha. you. See, that's why I kind of like street stock. I'll, and that's why I like the 360s. We were talking about that because in the 305s, you make one mistake, you're you're pretty much done. You got to hope that the people in front of you also make a mistake so you can get back up there. Yeah, that's kind of like a spec class, but that's why I like it. And that I, that's why I do like the 360 because it does play a little bit into you. Man, you bump the wall, you you get up a little, you can make it back. You can if sling you're, those if around you're, a little if more. You're smooth. You got to stay smooth with it because momentum is. Still a, a big thing with those. But, but on uh, a slick track, a 360 or a 410 is a handful. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's all <laughs> about throttle control at that point. I've been running the uh, – it's a way to farm your uh, your road course right now is uh, the um, two classes that they run the road to Indy cars on. So the Formula Sprint is Richmond Oval and the – um, the Mazda, the the Pro Mazda, is at um, uh, Phoenix. So it's road courses, but they're doing ovals this week. So it counts towards your road course license, your road course I race or your I rating and your safety rating. Um, so right now my I rating is a very false number on road course because I've been uh, running these open wheel cars on the uh, the ovals. And man, they're fun there. Those those Road to Indy, those new ones that they came out with, are just an absolute blast. I have not talked to a single person who has driven those things, and they don't like them. It seems like everybody that's gotten those and they they've taken them out, they they really enjoy them. You know, it's funny. I'm a road course guy, and I'm a rookie in road course on iRacing. You haven't even have you even really? It's I I will say I ran road course that one night with you, Prilliman, DCJ, and I think Brad was on with us. And then I ran, like, one other road course race, and that was it. So it's hard to get into road course racing because you had to start off in the, the Mazdas. Yep. And those Mazdas, it takes a while to get used to. And now once you get used to it, it's not a bad car. But I think that they should let you start off with a little more options in the road, like open up the road course rookie deal to, like, an open wheel, like the Skippy, even now that they have the, the road to Indies. Like make a Skippy a rookie or something. I I don't know. Like again, I don't uh, 
they don't uh, pay me enough to come up with these solutions, but I think they should give you something other than the Mazda. Yeah, I don't. To, to get, let us I think start, that takes let us a lot start of with people, those radical eights or something. A lot of people just step away from it because they're like, no, I don't like those Mazdas, so I'm not going to run I'm that. just going to grind it out in the back and get my license exactly. up and be done. <laughs> and then you can get into those open wheels. Yeah. They're fun. They are. Dave Hunt says, Dirt Street Stocks at Knoxville. Shout out to the NSRL Dirt Series on Thursdays. He's rubbing it in. What? He's rubbing it in. What? <laughs> Something out there running with him on Thursdays. So that's uh, the NSRL that runs the Cup Series on Wednesday <clears throat> that I broadcast there. I go and I race with them on Thursdays. Thursday nights? This week. No, it's a Thursday. It's the, So they do all their stuff at noon. Um, oh, man. See, I can't do noon. <laughs> so, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I'm out there. And we're in a practice session before, and I'm running, I'm catching Dave, and Dave's Dave's known for being the fast guy in the league. And I was like, man, I'm I'm catching Dave. I said, Dave, you just letting off the gas, let me up here so we can race. He's like, yep. Like, dang it, man! <laughs> I thought here, I thought I was getting fast, I was catching him. No way, him and uh, the other David in the league, man, they just took off. They were battling. It was a uh, fifty lap feature. And I think they battled for 45 laps side by side up on the in Knoxville in street stocks. So <laughs> that was a pretty interesting race to uh, to watch from a distance because I was in the back. I didn't uh, <laughs> didn't do too hot in those dirt street stocks. I told them they need to move to the 305s. I don't think they like my suggestion. <laughs> um, <laughs> they like their street stocks. I get it. I get I, it. I do too. But I, yeah, I'd rather the 305. <laughs> I love open stocks. wheel. It's something about open wheel. I don't know what it is. But whether it's dirt, whether it's asphalt, man, you just that open wheel. I just I just have a love for open wheel because I, I like I can watch pro late models on dirt, but man, you put me in front of a sprint or a midget, it's like, like oh, that's interesting right there. So I just, that that open wheel. Factor. Well, I think for us, that's you know uh, locally around here, we didn't see too many wing sprint car races, but uh, you know you go out to RP and they had wingless and they had midget races out there that's what i silver grew up crown. on out there silver crown <laughs> yep. so you know we never really seen the late models and stuff like that which i i never really seen a dirt track till i think the first dirt track i ever experienced was um Terre Haute action track okay nice i want to check that one out this so i've been like there and then we went to springfield illinois and i've been to eldora and that's the only dirt tracks that i've been to the as far Simpsons. as did you see them there what? You said you went to Springfield. Yeah, I seen the Simpsons. I hung out with Homer and Bart. Oh man, Homer's we drank like some my, Duff beer. Homer's my IL. No. Have you ever had like the the Duff beer? No, but uh, oh, it's one of the guys nasty, at work has a can dude. of it. Oh, on his desk. it's nasty. Oh God, it's like the worst stuff I've ever tried in my life. But it's a novelty thing. Is it dude. worse than Budweiser? Oh, that's like my favorite beer. You know, I'm a Budweiser guy. <laughs> Oh, look at this. It's like the hair, the stash. Like You can't see it. Like, I'm pulling it. My hand's over here, and I'm pulling my hair still. <laughs> you, Dude, you can drink, like, high life. I like some high life. Yeah. I do some high life, but I like yeah, some genuine I'm not, draft, too. I'm not, a see, light, I'm not a light beer drinker. I like MGD, but it doesn't like me the next morning. I get the worst hangover drinking MGD, but I think it's – I like drinking it. Either Budweiser, MGD, either one. I'm going to the bathroom the next morning, not for the front, but for the back. That's that's high life. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's, that's why I stick with my Coors Light, or I go down to the brewery. See, you say Coors Light, and uh, again, I'd, I'd rather go with the banquet beer. No, I, I like the heavy stuff. 
I don't know. On on a hot day, Coors Light, you know, it's already got some water in it. So you're <laughs> it's already got too. some. <laughs> you're staying hydrated too. Out of that can, it's like <laughs> here's the can of Coors Light. Here's the water. <laughs> so, um, that'd be a good one. What's everybody's favorite drink at the track? We'll have to do that for another time. So we did the F1 Space Jam. We're gonna have to. We'll we'll save the NASCAR, the IndyCar. You're gonna have to prepare yourself. We'll do IndyCar here next week live at the track. Okay. How about that? Well, so the Space Jam deal for IndyCar? Yeah. Okay. Or or maybe NASCAR. We could ask those guys if we get to talk to. Yeah, you I mean we're going to from a NASCAR a race. Hey man. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> if you were in Space Jam, <laughs> what two drivers would you pick? <laughs> and then get the pole with my remote. <laughs> That's good stuff right there. I'm, not, I'm just going to take a broomstick and tape the mic on the end of it. <laughs> oh, man. That's pretty much what it looks like. <laughs> it really does. I don't know what to do with my hands. Um, that is uh, the car. <laughs> it was really good. Track slick, car good. <laughs> Passes not happen. Uh, is it time? I think it's that time for the checkers and wreckers picks of the week. <laughs> we should do. They're coming for you. I'll play a song. <laughs> I'm getting it. He's jamming. So, yeah, we're at Pocono for the doubleheader today. Lead him out, Tommy boy. Kevin Harvick. Yeah, we I said it earlier. <laughs> yeah, I think he uh, takes it two for two. Ryan Blaney. Taking Blaney. Real quick, I guess we should say, this is the time we want you guys to put your picks in the comment yes, section yes, here yes. as well down below. So, uh, hop in here. Check or pick who you think is going to do good, win, uh, record pick who you don't think's going to perform to their ability, not necessarily wreck out. Um, and then a dark horse, so uh, somebody, uh, a rookie, somebody not up and performing, coming, exactly. you know. not your not your top stars out here. So uh, going over to the record pick today, and and that's that's a tough one here at Pocono. Um, man, I'm going to go with Amarillo. He, he had a, a third place finish yesterday, and it looks like things are, are looking up for him, but I just don't think he's that driver that's going to keep that momentum going. He's not that uh, – I think this is where you see the uh, his skill set. Can he can he run off that third-place finish and, and make something with it, or does he fall back? I think he falls back here. Yep, I I, I can see that. And um, I'm going to pick his teammate, man, just because he, he's had – Bad luck all season. This hadn't produced any results. Clint Boyer. Okay, yep. And now that you say that, he's going to get a top five. Probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> so. Matty D syndrome. Exactly right. So uh, look down the line at your uh, um, dark horses, and he's coming off of a strong finish um, past couple of weeks. I don't know how he fared out yesterday. Um, but shooting at that rookie again, I think he's having a great run right now at this stage of uh, the the season, and I'm going to go with Tyler Reddick. Man, that's who I was going to pick. Go with them. No. I was going to go with it's Bell, but I just Boy don't Kerr. think I'm Bell, not doing Bell again. I don't think Bell can run off of it because I think he got fourth yesterday, and again, not a bad driver, but I just don't think he's going to progress to really good finishes like that. You know what? I'm going to throw it down and throw it out there just because – 
the guy I picked as my checker has won in this car there. So I'm going to go with Matty D. <laughs> there you go. He's got a hit for you eventually. That eventually. dart has got to land eventually. So that is. Uh... I said I wasn't going to pick him again, but like I said, that team's already won here. So I think they got a good setup for Pocono. As long as Matty D can drive it, I think he'll get a good result today. Absolutely there. So thank you, everybody, for joining along with us here today. Oh, and real fast before we go, I, I know I so sent you the picture, and we were talking about iRacing, and I forgot to bring it up. Uh, if you're looking for a button box or a dash oh, for yeah. your uh, base, Apex button boxes. They're on. Check them out on Facebook. Uh, I'll post a picture of mine on uh, the Checkers and Wreckers page. But he did my button box, and I think I have what? Uh, there I got twelve buttons, uh, two toggle switches, three rotary dials, and then uh, he built me a dash plate for my uh, Fanatic two point five uh, Club Sport wheelbase. Everything bolts together, super simple. He even sends you the hardware to bolt everything together. Uh, everything was reasonably priced. Uh, I had it within a few days when I contacted him, so definitely check out Apex Button Boxes. There you go. And thank you to each and all, each and every one of, excuse me, our supporters over here. You can see them over, whoop, over there. Yep, Oralux. That way. So we got First Financial. I was pointing over to the, hey, the banner. Hey, speaker up over. I just noticed that. <laughs> First Financial Bank there. Big shout out to them. Delta 2. Good uh, shout-out there to Ayrton uh, helping us. We, yep. we won a champion uh, team championship. Nice. I got most popular driver and uh, team championship. So he's he's helping me on those road courses. He's getting me there. Uh, good deal, good deal. Obviously, Butt Kicker and Oral X. Big shout-out to them. Grunt Works, Custom Woodworks. Beautiful. The badass sign we got back there. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful sign out there. In the did you see the one he did the other day for um... – I think it had to do with uh, somebody in the military or something like that. The bald or the... the like the, the, the skull thing on there? Yeah, right? exactly. That yeah. was bad, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've seen anything no. look bad or and he even does. subpar. He hand chisels all that stuff out. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's fantastic there. You guys got to check him out. It's second to none over there. And If you got like a man cave or, you know, out in your garage, your workshop, I mean, it's going to add the perfect detail to, you know, somebody's going to walk in and be like, man, where'd you get that sign at? That's awesome. Right. Oh, Groundworks hooked me up, man. That's what I'd say. I mean, if, you, if you're if you out at the paddock and, uh, or if you're if you're out there traveling along, like think of one of those RC guys. Slap that bad boy on your, your setup at the, the wherever you get set up there. That looks sharp. Dude, think about Asher going to the go-kart tracks and his trailer Asher Racing Channel. With, oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> Nothing would set you aside more than that right there. So check them out. Facebook on the uh, comment or the description below here. Check it out. Yep. Woo! We're Whoopsie. done for the day. <laughs> Whoopsie! And be sure to check us out on YouTube, too. We've been uh, live streaming on YouTube for the past few weeks. Yes, sir. Dual streaming here. Facebook, YouTube. We're, we're doing it doing it growing here growing 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 and we're just about a thousand likes away from being less at ten thousand we're less than less a thousand, than a thousand. That, so that close everybody help us out you know share like our page tell your buddies to like our page because I, I, I hope you guys really do like what we're doing here we enjoy it we try to you know give you something that you would like so you know yeah put the word out get us to ten thousand absolutely there is 
I'm either going to race or go to a race. I don't know if I'm going to head over to the speed drome or going to hop in the rig here. One of the two. I yeah, think I'm going to get something. outside for a little bit. See, uh, go check out this evening for an hour. I just might even there. just run out to Ingles. I, you know, I was thinking that's a nice little drive, though. Yeah. It's a nice little haul. It's I'm not going for that you. way anyways. I was going to say, not for you. So, there you go. Then, Tommy Boy, what do we do? We drive fast, shift hard, and keep the rubber on the surface, I should say. Let's, yep. say, let's say the surface. surface. <laughs> there we go. Thank you all so much for joining in with us today. I'm Tommy Boy. I'm Howdy. Thank you. Peace.